0: Hello, Googleization Nation and welcome to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, a GGG Unleashed podcast with thought leaders, Human Works 8. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each of Human Works 8's episodes, we will cover practical insights, tips, and executable activities to get you thinking about the future of culture development in your organization. Let's begin. Welcome friends, my name is Sean Gallius and I am the thought catalyst with Human Works 8 and you are listening to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, part of the GGG Geeks Geezers Googleization Unleashed series. And remember, now that I'm unleashed, ain't no stoppin us now. Well, that's as Mcfadden and Whitehead would say. But more on that in a moment. I hope you will join me each and every month as we think about culture and culture and people, culture and strategy, and today, culture and leadership moments. If you're a business founder, HR leader, or simply passionate about strong organizational culture, join me in wondering about what's ahead to build strong business cultures that spark engagement and align people around shared values and purpose. You will leave every month with some new thoughts and some tangible tools to guide your cultural journey and aid in bringing aliveness to your organization. Are you ready to bring work to life and life to work? I know I am, let's go. Well, my disco reference to the song Ain't No Stoppin' Us Now probably made many people wonder, what the heck does that mean? To tell you the truth, I'm not sure why that disco song came into my head on the topic for today, but it did, And I think it's because it has a few lines in it encouraging one to polish up their act and to get rid of negative vibes. I believe both are necessary for people in leadership roles. But sometimes they're hard to achieve through leadership development programs, classes, courses. And lately I've been doing a lot of speaking and presenting on leadership moments versus training on how to be a leader. A leadership moment is a human moment. Moments of caring and connection that are important both in and out of the workplace. What if we started developing leaders around moments in their experience with people? What if we built discipline and habits around powerful moments that anyone in a leadership role can focus on and practice? I believe leadership is not something you can learn in a class or a training session, but it's a practice that the best leaders are constantly looking to elevate and improve. So let's focus today and practice on two moments that matter to people. There is one thing we all have in common when it comes to moments that matter. I love to ask that question. Does anyone really understand what is it that we all have in common? Well, we all have the same number of moments. Today, tomorrow, each and every day ahead. 86,400 seconds to be exact. That's kind of amazing when you think about it. So I want to challenge you and then have you return to your workplace tomorrow, the next day and challenge any leader who impacts people at your organization. Every leader who has influence on another living, breathing human being where you work needs to take a moment and reflect on where they can elevate their thinking, action and impact. And I don't need to tell all of you that employees don't leave companies. They leave leaders that are not doing their job well. Leaders are not thinking about an employee's experience, but rather managing an employee's work. I believe everyone listening right now can think of a leader back at work that really needs to go because they're having a negative impact on the employee experience at your organization. It's probably the number one thing clients I work with appreciate about me. I'm unafraid to say, get that person out of a role where they need to care about people. I'm not collecting names, but I bet There's consistency around that. Caring is a moment that matters to people. Have you thought about that? When have you asked in an interview for someone being hired in a people leader role or being promoted into one, a question such as, do you care about people? And I know there's head shakes out there in the world. And of course, they're going to say, what, yes. Fantastic, I always say. But then I follow up with, now tell me a time Where that caring elevated a person's life or work experience. I'll say that again. Of course, they're gonna say they care, but now tell me about a specific time where your caring elevated a person's life or work experience. Wow, that's when you really listen. That's when you really know they are committed to people. To me, that's an entry point for any moment that matters, an entry point for anyone impacting the people in your organization. Because if they don't, they're not seeing what's needed in somebody called a leader, right here, right now, today. One must care and have the desire to lead, manage, coach from a perspective of elevating people with a high level of commitment. And if you do, people start to come into focus. Once that happens, employees start to see, hey, they care about me. Hey, they, they want me performing at my best suddenly people aren't leaving managers, but rather saying, I wanna work there. I wanna be a part of this because I'm seen. Being seen, being recognized, being supported, being given opportunities, being challenged, being given the freedom to be oneself and add my greatest value. But where does it all start? Well, I don't believe it comes from the latest training program. I think it comes from smaller moments and practices that work both in life and work. Practices I believe people in any leadership role or on an HR team can use to influence and role model in the organization. And let me get this right out here in the open. Location doesn't matter. When it comes to strong people moments, it can happen in the office, on a Zoom call. But let's start with a foundational belief I have around people. And if you know me or have heard me speak, these are gonna be familiar to you. I always start with the eight. Number one, I believe everyone is unique. Two, I believe everyone believes. Three, I believe everyone connects. Four, I believe everyone contributes. Five, I believe everyone rises. Six, I believe everyone learns. Seven, I believe everyone thrives. And eight, I believe everyone matters. Every moment that we talk about today touches one or more of those beliefs, and they all work together to elevate people practices and elevate the employee experience. So where can we start? I wanna focus on two today, Let's start with gratitude. Gratitude is a perfect example. Building a gratitude practice and discipline in your organization can impact people in such meaningful ways as well as impact the bottom line. So what is this thing called gratitude? And why is it ever so important right here, right now? It's not a thank you, although those two words should be used at every opportunity. It's not written in an email, although surprise people with something written in an email that they weren't expecting. But to me, gratitude is a heartfelt exchange, a commitment, a caring, that is not transactional, not checking it off the list that I did it, but transformational. It elevates a moment, and it builds momentum towards the next moment. Bottom line, gratitude strengthens relationships. So what stops us from expressing gratitude then? The number one answer, I get time. Remember those 86,400 seconds? How many can you spare for gratitude? How many can your leadership team spare for gratitude? Because it's in your control. You decide how many of those moments matter. You decide the effort you want to give to each of those moments. Lack of gratitude is one of the biggest obstacles to personal progress, in my opinion. Gratitude makes or breaks a leader. Can you afford, both personally and professionally, not to invest some of those moments towards gratitude? I think not. But let's define gratitude. My definition is gratitude is an internally generated capability that allows an individual to create and discover unlimited meaning and value in every situation and relationship in life. I'm going to say that again gratitude is an internally generated capability that allows an individual to create and discover unlimited meaning and value in every situation and relationship in life. How about that? Internally generated. You own and control it. A capability. You can learn and grow it. Unlimited and in every situation. It's like the air, everyone. And life, a lifetime of appreciation. When you appreciate something, you increase the value of that thing or that person. What are the rewards of a gratitude practice? What do health researchers say about gratitude? Well, it impacts your well-being. The U.S. National Library of Medicine states that the existing research supports an association between gratitude and an overall sense of well-being. A gratitude study by the National Institutes of Health found subjects who showed more gratitude had higher levels of activity in the hypothalamus. That's the part of our brain controlling a wide array of essential bodily functions. It also increased levels of dopamine, the neurotransmitter chemical in our brains associated with positive feelings. Psychological research has found that people who practice gratitude consistently report a host of benefits. Physical, stronger immune systems, lower blood pressure, they sleep longer and they feel more refreshed upon waking. Psychological, higher levels of positive emotions, more joy, more optimism, and social, more forgiving, more outgoing less isolated. So if the science says all that, it's a moment that matters and should be a part of any leadership development practice. If the world is wobbly, gratitude can provide stability. And what really amazes me is when you pause to reflect on just a single moment of gratitude, suddenly it becomes divisible into thousands. Voltaire said, appreciation is a wonderful thing. It makes what is excellent in others belong to us as well. And Aesop from Aesop's Fables said, gratitude turns what we have into enough. How about we all put some of those 86,400 moments to good use with gratitude? And what's the second moment in the employee experience? Personal values. Human Works 8 is a fantastic job and a lot of good work in the area of elevating an organization's core values to make them gutsy unique and actionable i'm passionate about strong values and their impact on talent attraction and retention but today i want to make it more personal more in the moment just as an organization's values that are used well and kept alive set an expectation about what you do as an organization how you're differentiated how you'll make decisions But why don't organizations discover those truths about people working with them? The same things are true about an individual. Those moments of alignment create lasting bonds between people and organization. If you know my personal values as my leader or as an HR team, you know what sets my expectations and how I'll interact with people. You'll know what differentiates me and what makes me unique. And you'll know what makes me care and what I will commit to. Why do people leave organizations other than those poor leaders? I feel they leave when their values aren't in alignment with a company I work for or the leader I work with. That's a bottom line impact that has a cost associated with it. How can you make personal values discovery a part of your interview process, your onboarding process, surveying, your offboarding process? You see, it has applications across many of the people touch points in an organization. I don't have time today to take you through a personal values discovery activity, although I wish I did because it's tons of fun. But reach out if you want support in creating one for your team. I'll use one more quote today. I love that Elvis Presley said, Values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, but you leave them all over everything you do. How could you build an even stronger relationship with me by knowing mine? Expand that to the people you work with. It's a moment that matters, and I'm passionate about putting some of my 86,400 seconds there. I'm hoping anyone listening today is saying, let's not stop with just two moments. Maybe we've only used up five, 10 minutes of the day. So how about we keep practicing together? What are other moments that matter from your leadership experience? Reach out to continue the conversation. You can find me on LinkedIn or at Sean at humanworks8.com. Also check out humanworks8.com for other tools. I so look forward to every month focusing on a new culture and topic. And if I got you wondering about leadership moments today, then I encourage you to keep the conversation going on LinkedIn through my Wondering Wednesday posts and dialogue. Each Wednesday, I share what I'm wondering about. Sometimes it comes from a client challenge, sometimes just from something I overheard at a leadership meeting. Come wonder with me and see you next month on Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning about the future of workplace cultures. We'll be back next month with HumanWorks 8 for another episode. But until then, please visit their website for additional resources at humanworks8.com. Until next time, don't let the shift hit your plans.